the party. Alrighty, alrighty. What's going on, everybody? Dwight with the New Age Goonies. We are here, and it's about to go down. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's that time again. It's that rise and grind. It's metal detecting time. Woo! A lot of times I'm driving, there's nothing to do. And I shuffle through the radio before I unglue. There's a lot of red on ways, it's traffic, I'm screwed. And I'm wired a bit different than a regular dude. It's not a bad thing, I embrace it, it's true. The radio don't stimulate brain chemistry fluid. The Buddha found nirvana and the four noble truths. Through a meditative process, right action he proved. For me, I require the use of a tool, a detector, pin, pointer, shovel, and beach scoop. I'm meant to work the dirt with my history crew, but everywhere I look, my interest taboo. Most people choose Bieber over Tippy Canoe. What does a detectorist listen to when the radio is full of bad music and news? I need an alternative for me to peruse. Beyond sight and sound gets fantastic reviews. A metal detecting show where my thought bubble brews. Thank you, Josh Kimmel, for inviting me to a detecting dork out with guests like yours, true. Lee? Are you looking for a high-quality beach and sand scoop? Are you trying to take your hunting to the extreme? How about an American-based company that stands behind their product and everything they sell? Then check out our friends over at Extreme Scoops. John has been making scoops for some time now and makes a quality beach and sand scoop to take your hunting to the next level. Extreme Scoops recently released their new sand shredder that works great in the water and on the beach. And if you're a new Equinox user, you may want to check out his Surfmaster X3 that can trap those small targets you new Equinox users are finding out there. Extreme Scoops company approach is let's do it right. So do it right, buy it once, and go to the extreme. ExtremeScoops.com that's X-T-R-E-M-E scoops dot com. Hey, boys and girls. We are going to talk about S&W Shooters and Prospectors. What is S&W Shooters and Prospectors? We at S&W Shooters and Prospectors help people find treasure. Did you say treasure? Yes, treasure. Just listen to this amazing review from our happy customer, Jackie Sparrow. Error. Chocolate ship shape and a pleasure to deal with. I was able to buy everything that I needed at prices that were shillings less than others. I found my nine pieces of meat in no time. Savvy? I know you're asking yourself, why should I shop at SW Shooter and Prospectors? 
Chuck Smalley has over 45 years of metal detecting experience. He works with each customer one-on-one -on -one to customize their setup to match their skill level. So if you always dreamt of being a pirate, Arr. contact Chuck at SNW Shooters and Prospectors and he'll take a great deal for you. I pass rum not included. Caution. Please do not operate motor vehicles or power equipment while under the influence of this show. Listening to this show could cause side effects such as bouts of laughter, violent binges of cabin fever, and even dreams of silver and gold. Please be advised. Now that the fine print is out of the way, on with the show. All right, the fine print's out of the way. It's time to roll with the show. We're back. We're live once again. You are listening to Beyond Sight and Sound, Metal Detecting and Treasure Hunting Radio for all the really cool digging people out there. And we're out of the gate fashionably late, but uh, hey, we're out of the gate at least. First and foremost, links in the chat and the description. Our friends over at Shooters and Prospectors, AIP, Extreme Scoops, Detectees, The Ring Finder, Snoke the website, Mine Lab Manicore Update link, Terry Shannon's website, Midwest Refinery's website. We've got uh, Crazy Spider Adventures, Ohio Metal Detecting, Detected Outdoors, All Metal Militia. Quarter Hoarder, Hopper Hoodlum, and Ill Digger. If you're on the uh, YouTube side of things, always cool to check out a little bit of YouTube. Veg out, chill out, watching some YouTube videos. Uh, if you're on the Facebook side of things, we've got Metal Detecting Beyond Sight and Sound Metal Detecting Central Illinois, Illinois, Iowa Treasure Hunters, Detect That Outdoors, All Metal Militia. The Great Metal Detecting Kids Christmas Giveaway for Kids Ages 5 to 15. And Detect America, you can catch DA Crew, 8 p.m. Eastern, Mondays, Multicasting, Facebook, YouTube, Can You Dig It, Shelly and Dawn, Thursdays, 7 p.m. Eastern, Multicasting, Facebook, YouTube, and that gets all of the links out of the way. Wow. You'd, uh, hmm. You'd think that uh, I'm all rested up, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and all that. Especially since I was not here Wednesday. Yes, that's right. I know the listeners don't like the reheats, but sometimes it has to be done. And there's still a lot of things that I'm trying to get done before it gets too cold to get things done. So I'm having to squeeze it in. When and where the time and weather cooperate and all things come together. And uh, unfortunately, Wednesday just happened to be one of those days. That and the fact of I kind of jumped the gun a little bit and got my, uh, got my flu shot a little sooner than I... Uh, than I should have. Uh, for for my current uh, situation, you know, so I was dealing a little bit with that, but uh, that's the way it goes. <clears throat> Sometimes it just 
you, there's there's no other choice. It just has to be done. And we've we've already seen and heard how this flu is just really knocking people off their feet. And for my particular situation, I ain't got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that. But I especially ain't got time for that. So, with that in mind, figured, well, hmm, yeah, probably ought to go ahead and get it, because I know it's it's tearing rampant through our area, as as well as many other areas that the listeners are tuning in from, and uh, any chance is better than no chance, I'll put it that way, with the... Uh, with the treatments that I have to take, I don't reap the full benefits of the vaccinations. But even some benefit to be a front line against this stuff, I, call me silly, but I kind of like that whole thing of breathing and the art of self-preservation. So if it keeps me out of a hospital and on my feet, it's a good idea. I know there are plenty of people out there that they're they're going, oh, you know, the government, uh, you know, the conspiracy theorists saying, oh, well, you know, they, they put things in them vaccines and all of that. I get it. I get it. But unfortunately... Sometimes you uh, you have to dance with the devil and take the lesser of the evils, and it's nothing's ever a guarantee. But anything I can do to stack the deck in my favor, I'm all for. How's it going, Chuck? It's going well. Good, good. It sounds like you're maybe catching a little bit of a bug. No, they're something i've been out past couple days and we're moving blinds and we're getting ready to do some deer hunting and sighting in the rifle today or a couple other guns too for guys so i've been outdoors and yeah dusty it's dry and windy here oh yeah warmed up yeah yeah dusty there's still some boys with last minute corn picking and bean picking going on so it stuffs me up yeah, and, and you can tell it's really kicked the dust up into the air. I mean, we stopped to get gas tonight right before we come home, and, and I threw the switch to go live. And sitting at the gas station, it's like, good grief, this thing needs a bath. I'm going to wash the windows real quick because everything's hazy with all of that dust. Yeah. And, yeah, I agree with Barb. I believe in the, the flu shot. Now, this COVID crap that they're feeding us again, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They, you know, originally, yeah, yeah, originally they were talking, oh, no, you do this and you're good. You won't have to, you'll be vaccinated and you won't need any more shots. And then they say, oh, you need booster shots. And now they're switching to now you should get it annually, like a flu shot or a pneumonia shot. Mm -hmm. And I, I got it. I don't know if you've seen any of the advertisements about 
you know, get your COVID shot at the same time you get your flu shot. Uh, yeah. And, and it sh- and and believe me, folks, this is this is not a, an ethnic thing. This is not a racial thing. Nothing like that. But they show a picture of a Chinese woman and her child when they're yeah. trying to encourage you to get the flu shot. And I'm or not the flu shot, but the COVID vaccine, the annual COVID vaccine. And I'm like, this is uh, this is kind of mixed signals, you know, because this originated in China. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God, you know Trump wasn't wrong. But I I just maybe some people tune it out. Maybe it's so subliminal and covert that people don't even notice it, but I pick up on things like that and it's like I don't know. That this is this makes me a little uncomfortable. Well I did the two more dinners too, Barb and uh uh, after our good friend Ronnie the Ghetto got a Pfizer and it almost killed him. End of that story, no. Well, all of mine, because of my situation, I had to have three doses of Moderna to be vaccinated. So I, it was like taking the second dose a second time. Oh, shit. And oh. then I had to have two or three boosters of Moderna. And then my last booster, you couldn't get Moderna anywhere, so they gave me the Pfizer uh, oh. Vivancet or something like that. It's it's basically the two-in-one kind of deal. It was supposed to protect against COVID and Omicron and all mm-hmm. that. And then they're like, yeah, you should be good to go. And now here we are, cold and flu season. Oh, you should get your annual COVID vaccine. Come on. Mm-hmm. I just got this one that you said was supposed to... You know, it's like the Iron Curtain all, for yeah. COVID. Yeah. But now you want me to get another one. Nah, I think I'm done for a little bit. I mean, I've had COVID injections. I've had shingles injections. I've had uh, tetanus injection and now a flu injection. I mean, I ought to be 10 foot tall, bulletproof, leaping buildings in a single bound and glow in the dark for night hunting. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you should. But, but nope, that standard influenza shot this year, a whatever it is this time around. Yeah, I get those. But uh, right, and I gotta say, from from what I'm hearing, and and the way it knocked Frank and Celeste off their feet and everything, I would recommend to everybody, even if you don't normally get a flu shot. I would give it some serious consideration this year. I mean, and then uh, I, I have to. I did pose the question if anybody heard who won Masters Medal, and Dennis popped up said somebody the Jersey New Jersey group. Oh, okay. Well, at least now we've had a little bit of clarification because I know some of us have been kind of hanging out there in the wind, wondering what's happening and. Uh, I, well, you and I talked about it this morning and figured it was safe to say that Frank's team hadn't won or we'd already known. Right. But, uh, hey, if, if the Jersey team won, kudos to them. You know, each, each member of the team, including the alternate, just won themselves a Mind Lab Manicore. Yep. That's good. Yeah, I agree. 
the the last post I saw from it was them turning on headlights to light the field so they could continue to hunt in the dark. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, what what is that like the uh, the metal detecting version of overtime? <laughs> right. You know, we're we're running into extra innings here, or what? And That's, and it would it would be interesting. I, I don't know how they lay the field out, but there were flagged lines, probably per team. I don't know how that works. Right. They got to stay in that particular section. Who knows? And um, so they had headlights off several cars so they could work the field. Right, you gotta you gotta do what you can, you know. When in Rome, do as the Romans do, and and at least there were people there that were willing to pull their vehicles around and enlighten everyone. <laughs> right. So I haven't, you know, like I said, I haven't seen anything officially posted yet on the right. mine lab side. Right, and it would I, I would be curious. Da off and on, just in case. I'm sure there've been posts all over that. Right. And I would be curious to know how things went, uh, the progression yeah, we'll of it, how it turned out, um, you know, who won, why they were running so late into the evening with it, things of that nature. And I'm sure that uh, whenever Frank's able to drop in and give us a little bit of an update, maybe he can. And obviously, I'm sure folks can tune into DA and get the 411 on all that. That's... Yeah. Assuming he makes it back, because some of his go-lives on the way to the Alabama location looked a little sketchy when the GPS is running you down dirt roads. Uh, I mean, and, well, and I can... Well, into Alabama, there's a lot of dirt roads out, out, in, those, out in the gold country. Yeah, Tam, Tam was like, he's literally on a dirt road. I said, yeah, welcome to Alabama. And about that time, you hear Frank say, so if nobody hears from me again because I hear banjos playing, it's, yeah, welcome <laughs> to Alabama. <laughs> well, you get in the backwoods down there, and then didn't North Carolina, Alabama, Georgia, they, they, they got back roads. Yeah. Pennsylvania, yeah. Appalachia, let me tell you. That's another one to get lost on. Yeah, there there's things out in them backwoods and back roads and stuff that uh, uh it, it's it's not the place to be at night, I don't believe. <laughs> nope. I mean there there's places like that in Alabama, there's places like that in Louisiana for sure. Uh you get back there in the swamps of Louisiana and oh boy. And then uh Last night, as a matter of fact, I, I found myself more enlightened about the state of Illinois. I can understand more now why Nick is so big into the ghost hunting and why a number of people from Illinois are, because central Illinois is kind of a hot spot. I that... agree with you on oddities in Illinois. Mm-hmm. And I, I've seen some of it. It's yeah. And I was only just kind of, I mean, this, this was on the uh, TV last night and I was kind of halfways listening, had half an ear on it. And all of a sudden something caught my attention and I, I had to stop and rewind 
because they were actually sharing the legend of the uh, the death curve uh, that Nick had shared with us about the the gentleman that had went to work on another farm and his wife just you know popped and and killed the kids and tried to kill herself and and all of that. So oh, yeah, this uh, strange stuff here. Yeah, Stephen King. <laughs> Stephen King, I think, comes here for ideas. Either he's coming there for ideas, or he's shipping them there somehow. Because you guys <laughs> got some strange things that go on. Shannon, I agree with you. Southern Illinois, they're children of the corn. You betcha. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, some some of that stuff that they were talking about, it's like, yeah, watch watch out behind the rows and the uh and the cemeteries, they 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 brought up some very interesting uh cemeteries that were in Illinois where it's like, you know, I maybe I need to stop and smell the roses a little more cuz I'm through Illinois uh, somewhat regularly, you know, once a year or so, it seems like, and I've never stopped and paid any attention to some of these areas that are probably very nearby the routes that uh, some of us take to get to some of these events. Yep. So, for some yep. people that are traveling to Illinois events, they may, uh, they may be well served to to educate themselves a little bit and look around a little bit because you never know where there's going to be something to learn. I mean, I I never realized. Well, Mike, Mike Lockerman says it's because all his exes are from central Illinois. <laughs> yeah, that's scary enough in its own for some people. <laughs> so, yeah. I was Always. really impressed, though. Um, I didn't realize there were so many Confederate soldiers buried in Illinois. There were a lot of Illinois from the southern half went down and fought for the Confederacy. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, uh, you know, whether whether people believe in the ghost hunting or, or chasing spirits or being chased by spirits or whatever, there's, there is still some education to glean out of uh, shows of that nature. Yep, and well, if I got my mileage right from tip to top, it's 660 miles. Right. And you go from near north to near south in the whole state in one one run there and get down to Cairo and it gets a little twangy. Little dual banjo <laughs> areas down there, right? That's a good way to put it. Well, I know. Uh, <clears throat> oh, uh, last year, I think it was the way the GPS routed us out of uh, Galesburg on the way back to Ohio. I think we saw every backcountry road that Illinois had to offer us. I didn't yeah. think we were ever going to get out of Illinois. It was uh, well, the first at uh, the the first scales 
Pittsburgh hunt we had there when Ronnie and the whole crew were here. And I told Ronnie, he flew in, he said, what's, what's there to do in Galesburg? I said, you can look at trains going through or you can go out and go every other field. Corn, beans, corn, beans. Well, Grant Museum. What? Hey, that's the Flatlands of Illinois. Corn and beans. Miles right. of it. Yeah, uh, when Janet and Jack were, when they kind of stopped to drop in and visit us there, I don't know, what's that been a month ago now, something like that, and they said, wow, everything is just so kind of flat out here. It, it's oh. like being in Illinois. I said, like I said, it's Disneyland for cows. You know, it's it's no different terrain than what you see in Illinois, basically. You know, oh, look, there's a field. Oh, look, there's beans. There's corn. There's more beans. There's some cows. <laughs> yep. Once in a while. Shannon thinks she got a CW button. Dennis got a 1917 uh, SLQ. So they got nice, a Dennis. A Good job. Silver button union or right. right. I And did Dennis say if he was out with the Manicor when he hit that SLQ? You know, I don't think he did. Hmm. And well, I'm going to guess... More than had the minute. Right. And I'm going to guess Shannon was rocking the Equinox. There you go. Nothing wrong with that either. Good machines. Good machines. I, uh, I think it was about a week ago I just had a discussion with somebody on the Manicore and the Equinox. And I'm like, really? And, and don't, don't take this the wrong way. The Manicore is a great machine. But with the release of the 7 and 900s and the expanded VDI scale, a lot of people just can't justify that extra purchase when the 900 is a extremely capable machine. We've seen what the 900 can do very well. I just had a gentleman pick up. He's had the 3030. He's he had an 800 he's got a legend and he just picked up the 900 and he can't put it down he's doing better with that than he ever thought he could yeah i mean they're they're good machines and and i i like the way that mine lab listened and expanded the vdi scale on the seven and nine hundreds instead of lumping targets into you know, it's it's like playing the lottery. You you look and you're like, oh look, it's a sixteen. Is it a pull tab? Is it a gold ring? It Is a it a fatty Indian? A high iron trash farmyard. Every farmyard's higher iron trash. I swear. Right. Yeah. I mean, if if they've been a farm for more than a week and a half, they're high iron trash. Probably that's, more baling wire, and you know what to do with it. Yeah, things healthier with it. <laughs> that's why you know you get into these farms that they date back to the 1880s or even earlier. You know where they've been a working, functioning farm for more than 150 years. You mm-hmm. need to have patience. You need to be prepared because you are going to deal with a lot of trash. It's the nature of the beast. Right. Well, he brought back an 800 that he bought almost a year ago. He's never had it out of the box and traded it against the 900. Wow. So I've got a brand new 800 sitting here that I would let go for somebody for Christmas very reasonably. There you go. Anybody listening looking for an 800 to stash under the tree, give Chuck a call. 
Yep. And, and, and he didn't even right. Never been out of the box, so the warranty is is a full warranty. You get it, you activate it, just like it's a new machine. And believe me, if it if Chuck's got it reasonable to sell, don't think on it too long because it won't be there by the time you decide to call him. Because I'm a runner over and put on a sales sales side over at the shop, and it won't last. Mm-mm. No, not at all. I mean, even though MindLab had released the 7 and 900s, the 800 is still a very good machine. It's still a great machine. I found a lot of great deep silver with that thing. Right. I, uh, myself with the 800, I've found plenty of gold and silver, and on top of that, I've recovered and returned probably more than $25,000 worth of items. The hey, 800 is an excellent Dennis. machine. Dennis just says he needs an M8 coil for Christmas. They just announced their release. I placed my order, and then they said I could only have two, and I ordered two in and one spoke for already. Ooh, get it quick, Dennis. Get it quick. So now the... Uh, <clears throat> The distributors finally have this, the uh, SKU and stock numbers for the Manicore coils yep. in. The thing just came out in the past couple of weeks, and I thought I could place the order. I could only place a pre-order yet. She doesn't know how many she's getting in total. So I'm checking down in Texas right. to see how many they're going to get in, and I'll see if I can double up on orders. So I may yeah. have four. If you're lucky. If they're going to hit my doorstep, I have no idea. Right, yeah. because once again, it's, it's like with everything else. we got to wait for distribution to get up and rolling so that the distributors are stocked, so the dealers can be stocked, so that you can have that quail on your doorstep in time for Christmas, if you're lucky. There you go. Definitely. And... Uh, I don't know. Some point here, maybe maybe before the end of the year, we'll see if we can get Delec on to talk about the AccuPoints. Uh, yeah, we should. And cause, the AccuPoints are coming in into a few places. I don't have any to spare. They're gone. And uh, they're out there. They're, they're a hot item. They're going just as fast as they're coming in. Yep. They're going. And uh, see if I get some more of those this coming week. Anyway. Right. Um, Barb did a ring recovery, too. She did. Good job to her. Congrats. Kudos. Yeah, we've got several of them out there doing that. That was, yeah. That was Barb. <coughs> it yeah. was. And now this is her her second attempt and recovery and return back-to-back. So she's she's hot. She's on the ball. Yep. Good job. Good to see, and I'm sure she's just over the moon about it because the the first few that she was going after they they were kind of dicey, they were frustrating, and and all of that. But now she's actually getting to see the um, the the rewards are coming to fruition, basically for her effort. And when you when you're in a situation like that and you get the opportunity to return that item and you see the difference it makes to a person, you know it was worthwhile. Yes. It always is. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. I yep. agree. Yep. And I mean, there there's more out there that we can find that, you know, maybe we can't find the owner. Maybe it can't be returned. Well, those look nice in our display case then. Yep. Barb said some guy looked for hours with his detector. I go in five minutes. She had it. <laughs> cool. That's the way it goes sometimes, and and those are the ones that we uh, we like to do. The ones that uh, the ones that go quick. <clears throat> that it really surprises people, especially if someone else has already made an attempt. Just mm-hmm. because someone else has already made an attempt doesn't mean it's not there. Don't don't automatically write it off. It could very well be there, and they just didn't get their coil over it. I mean, that's. Right. That's the biggest Barbie part. Barbie should have told him that uh, if you saw that guy, he said, I sell better metal detectors than what he was probably using. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, we're we're not out there running your uh, hardware store special or your, your Walmart or Kmart and Amazon <laughs> specials. Dennis is giving her grief. Good thing it wasn't an Indian head right. Hmm. Yeah, good thing. Now just wait until you get the call for an arthritic ring. Oh boy. Yeah, those, uh, which I'm sure you know, you, you've had the experiences over the years too. Those can be a little tough sometimes, especially if yeah, they're maybe. lost clasp open. But yep. uh, that that doesn't yes. mean that they're impossible. Not at all. Not at all. And I know that there are uh, a few veterans in the house listening tonight, so thank you to all of the veterans for their service. Yes. I mean, Friday was, in fact, Veterans Day. This is Veterans Day weekend, so I figured, well, mm-hmm. i got to try to try to get out there and do a live show. We... We always try to do one around Veterans Day, Memorial Day, uh, 9-11, you know, remembrance or memorial shows, uh, thanking those that serve or have served and all of that. So tonight's another one of those. Marine Corps birthday, if we have any uh, Marine Corps vets out there, happy birthday and happy Veterans Day. Yeah, makes makes you think, uh, brings Chicago Ron to mind. Yep. My son, Travis, Ron, I've yep. got a bunch of them that went in the Marine Corps there. Yeah, exactly. Can't forget Travis. Uh, oh. uh, as a matter of fact, he, he was even a uh, sharpshooter for the Marines. Yes. And that's uh, that's not an easy yeah, task yeah. necessarily. A lot of hard work goes into that. Away on there. Infantry, such and such, but then we dug out. He dug out his records and he pointed out to his mother exactly what it was. And I'm like, next time she'll get it right, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, they uh, I mean, they cross train them so much, they do, do so much. yeah, they do, they do, and and they go through a lot to obtain the training that they do have and and that's one of the reasons why i mean it's a truism they they really are the last to know and first to go right 
Dennis did six years in the Air Force. Cutting cord. Yep. Thanks, I, I knew he was, and, and thank you, Dennis, for your service. Right. That's, uh, you know, and, and there are some people out there that, that they're very humble about it. Uh, they say, well, you know, thanks, but there's there's no thanks needed. I did what I had to do for my, my country, uh, but but that doesn't mean that it should go unrecognized you know it, their service is definitely appreciated and and i'm sure they appreciate the recognition for that on on days like veterans day and things like that to know that everything was not all for naught because the the uh state of things we've we've come a long way from the way our troops were treated when they came back from Vietnam. That's right. That's right. There was a spot in East Moline. Well, actually, just before you got to East Moline, a little bird down there outside of Hampton, Illinois, and Jill used to fire and make uh, ceramics. Oh, nice. Yeah, and run down there and take a look at what the kilns and that. I'd never seen it. This was years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm in there, and I'm looking, and there's a box hanging on the wall, display, and this little guy running the place, his name was Harry Arvanis. He's like the third most decorated war veteran in World War II. Holy crap. Wow. Looking at him, I finally went back another time and kind of mustered up a little courage to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was pretty busy in France. <laughs> and I don't know what other army, what particular branch, if he was 101st, if there was a uniform in a display case, and I don't remember seeing the eagle on it. So, uh, But, uh, yeah, and most of your guys like that are very humble. They don't talk about it. They don't say too much about it. And the guys that served... Uh-huh. But I I went to a Marine Corps birthday party under with Travis. When all I had half of his original platoon at my house. They all came out here. Wow! I went that, and I was doing shuttle runs. I was drinking coffee, and they were having one good time. <laughs> wow! That that would have been interesting just to. Uh... You know, kind of sit on the sidelines drinking coffee and just watching everything go down. Well, there's a there's a pub in Port Byron, Illinois, that does the Marine Corps birthday locally here. Oh, that's very cool of them to do. It is very cool. So they were Definitely. all down there. There were a lot of toasts. I drank a lot of coffee. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll bet there were. You know that that's that's another thing. There, there, there is, it's a truism, you know, you, you hear them say, once a Marine, always a Marine, they, they never forget. Yep. They, and they are, they're, they're a, they're a special bunch. Uh, they're a <laughs> Yeah, they, they stick together, and it, nothing against the other branches or anything, but it takes a, a particular type of person and a particular mindset and attitude right. to be a Marine. That's right. 
They will literally break you down and remold you into what they want, whether you like it or not. They did. I was out. uh, I had the opportunity on Travis's, one of Travis's deployments, they were coming back. He was on that one on the USS Peleliu. So I got to fly to Hawaii, get on his ship, and come back to San Diego with him. Oh, now that's cool. That was cool. That would uh, be. They had a SEAL team on there and a Force Recon, which is the SEAL team version in the Marine Corps. It's called Force Recon. You want to talk about special training and everything. Those guys really go through it. The big boys. Mm -hmm. Holy smokes. But... uh, down there with Travis and his sergeant with that group. And, of course, the SEAL team's picking at the, the Marine guys. And finally, oh yeah. Travis Travis turned to him and said, well, you know, sergeant, you have to remember who trained you. And he went, pretty silent. <laughs> I didn't know this. It's Marines trained the SEAL teams. Yeah, yeah. And the Rangers. And the Rangers. They, Travis was involved in that for a while out at 29 Palms. So yep. they're, they're a rowdy group. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, they're right there. They will go through the same boot that the Marine Corps does. Uh, you know, no matter what the branch is, there it's a more extensive training period and, and everything like that. It, it's not like your... Uh, not like what people envision. It, it's not your normal boot camp. Mm-hmm. They aren't normal. <laughs> I swear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they're driven. They really are. Far so. from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Bob Holy Cross was Indiana National Guard. Thanks for your time in that, Bob. Thank and you, Bob. And he deployed to tornadoes, and that's a big help. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, some some of those that served, they, whether it was here or abroad, after their time in the service, they come out and, and they go into careers like uh, emergency response or yep. law enforcement or, you know, things of that nature, firefighting. So it, yep. it still goes on they they take some of that skill set that they acquired while they were in the service and they continue to consistently hone those skills and and consistently put them to good use i mean just because they may have traded one uniform for another doesn't mean that the that they're not still adamant about what they do and and they're very serious and they do a very good job with it right and barb's sister was a vietnam veteran that's cool you know that's right yeah that's the kind of stuff keeps us going in other words because of those folks we're still able to do what we want Exactly. That's why we have the freedoms and rights that we do today is because of those people. I had a uh, 
an uncle that was in the army that he spent a lot of his time in the service driving heavy trucks up and down the DMZ. And his time in the service, fast forward years after the fact, and his exposure driving up and down the DMZ has given him some serious health problems later in life. And... You get into some of that Agent Orange? Yeah. Yeah, he he wound up... uh, Later in life, he wound up contracting a uh, bronchial organizing pneumonia from from the DMZ. And, and they flat out told him, said, you can thank your government for your time up and down the DMZ for the health problems that you have today. And he had to move to better climates, uh, closer to VAs, so that he can get the, the care and attention that he needs. That being said, if you would ask him today, if he had it all to do over again, knowing what he does now, would he change anything? And he will flat out tell you, if I had it all to do over again... I would do everything the way that I did because what I did, I did to serve my country and I am a patriot. There you go. And that's how serious these people are. You know, they will put themselves in harm's way consistently on a daily basis. You know, just just like the firefighters will, they'll run into the building while people are running away from it. And if they had it all to do again, they'll do it again. And that's why we're able to have the uh, rights and privileges and and freedoms that we do, and we wouldn't have it if it weren't for people like that. And and it does it it does it crosses over into our first responders and EMTs and all of that. Yes, it does. Yes, it does very much. So. Yeah. Unfortunately, they they don't get every recognized day. near enough sometimes. Yep, I thank them every day. Absolutely. Yes, sir. But uh, a- at times of the year like this, it's it's always nice to make sure and and pay respect to those people. They, they deserve uh, it. Yeah, they they worked hard for it. They they deserve every bit of it and then some. And it's it's just unfortunate that uh, you know some of them don't don't quite get that respect that they deserve at times. You are right, but you it does right. happen. It does happen, unfortunately. Sad too. It is, but uh, like I said, we, we've come a long way from the days of Vietnam, thankfully. Thankfully. As, uh, that, that just, that, that's, a, that's a sore subject in the crawl when, when you get to talking about how the troops were treated when they came home from there. Yeah, it was terrible. It was. It, it was an outright travesty. You know, living in rural Midwest versus living in urban Chicago or St. Louis or go east or west coast to large cities, it wasn't as acute out here as it was in those areas. 
And, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Not much was said openly about it, but the no. guys that came back weren't welcomed back. They didn't right. have crowds and people waving flags and things like that for them, and that was the sad part of it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there, there weren't. There weren't any parades or, hey, we're glad you made it back safely or anything like that. I mean, there were literally riots. Our troops were getting spit on. They they weren't getting the help that they needed. I mean, back then they called it shell shock, but basically it was PTSD. And right. it, it was just, it was, it was not a good time for our country or our society and no. some of the people in the chat may be young enough that they don't remember that sort of thing, and and that's why it's always good to remember your history, know your history. That's correct. Most of the names I'm looking on in here right now probably they're old remember. enough they remember. Yeah, most of them. Yeah. So, but uh, just hope it just doesn't repeat itself. And with some of the stupidity that we've got going on right now. Right. We have to be very careful, or it could very easily. Well, half of them out there don't know if they're a boy or girl, a cat or a dog. <laughs> right. Yeah, we, uh, we've we kind of got know. that, uh, we've got that situation going on in Ohio where we need to, uh, we need to clean some house and get, get some, uh, get some better goal-oriented people in representing us instead of some of these uh, parlor trick politicians that are in there now. Yeah. And they need to censure a few more Congress people and get them back on the right track up there and bring it together a little bit. And, well, mm -hmm. part of the time, fire them all, start over, let's bring some new mines in there, get Big Pharma and all the big oil companies and all that crap out of the way and let us do our business. Right, drain the swamp. Drain the swamp. Well, I don't care well, who you do it with if they're going to sit and have a true agenda and work for the country. Exactly. As long as they're goal-oriented and they're focused and there's not an ulterior agenda. That's right. And, unfortunately, that's what we keep seeing. But, in light of that, we're almost through the dark days, hopefully, and there will be a change in regime. Whether it's good or bad remains to be seen, but, uh, right. hey, keep I'll be opinion. happy just to get out of the current administration. Right. Uh, but what do you do? We gotta, we gotta right we away do? take dig, the good with the Hey, man. I got a question. We're gonna dig plugs Wednesday? Hmm. I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure what's left on the board, to be quite honest. I'd, I'd have to go back and see. Okay. We'll finish, maybe finish that up here. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe, uh. Well, I've got it all wrote down here. Oh, you do? Yeah, I got the letters, everything, so. Oh, well, I may have to uh, give you a call one of these days and see here, I believe. Yeah, it looks like, um, uh, 
Hmm. We did, what did we do, 10 digs? Uh, I, I believe it was something like that, yeah. I got the letters and who won what. I got yep. to send Bart stuff, so she, a lot of people were gratefully donating everything to the Christmas giveaway, and that's another thing. Yep. If you got to send, we should be getting it sent to her pretty quick. Yes, um, <clears throat> and we, we need to be getting Barb on for an update on DIV and the Christmas giveaway. Um, I know the Boy Scout patches that I had went out in the mail to her hmm, Monday, I want to say. So I've she should be receiving them any time. Rounds, a couple pair of gloves. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I'm sure Mike got his sent out. And I'm sure between Mike and yourself and me, we can we can figure out what's left on the board, I guess, if uh, we we'll want to finish that, that out. Board. Um, but don't forget to get your stuff out to Barb. If you got patches and tokens and some old so-so coins that the kids love to get and she was talking earlier. She hadn't heard from Mind Lab, but with Debbie being as busy as she's been with us, Masters of event, Metal, yeah, um, she hadn't heard from Russ. So that's not I a surprise. Oh, I didn't factors. say that. Right. But we got a lot, a lot on our plate coming up here. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, a lot on the plate. Not to mention, for those uh, who are not a member of Metal Detecting Central Illinois, they may want to get over there and get themselves added to the group because uh, not too long from now, Mike will be doing his set of Christmas contests. Oh, that's right. He has some pretty good contests. Yes, he does. Mm Mm-hmm. So there is that going on as well, and what do we have here? We've got uh, somebody trying to call in. Let's see if I can grab them. I think I got them. Let's see. Yes, I did. We've got the pirate on. Congratulations on your recent recovery and return. Yeah, they didn't get me through the ring finders. They were actually crawling on their knees in front of a coffee shop on campus when my neighbor drove by, who works there, and asked what they were doing. And he showed them how to contact me on Facebook, and they messaged me. Well, because they weren't a friend, you don't see that crap on your phone, but when I got onto my computer, I was like, oh, I got a message from somebody I don't know, and uh, this is probably four hours later, and I'm like, well, you know, it's really busy this week. I can get out Saturday, and I forget what day that was. I think it was was, um, Tuesday when we went to Asheville for Bub's appointment, and Wednesday, I sat here, and I thought, Oh, I got done with all my honeydews and errands, and I thought, I got about 45 minutes of daylight. I'm just going to go scope it out. And I took my gear, and actually, I think I scoped it out the day before. I did. And I went back with my gear and went in and 
said, do you mind if I metal detect out front? Some kid contacted me that he lost his wedding band. She's like, oh, did you find it? I said, no, I wanted to make sure it's okay to go look for it. Right, I'm going to try to find it. Yeah, and he had PM'd me 80 million messages, and I think he was just kind of, you know, like, okay, she next this week. And But he did say, if you're looking at the building, I was on the right side. And so... I went out. That's and a lot a of help right there. Slab, yeah. A con- yeah, concrete slab in front. And so I went down the concrete slab and I said, okay, I'm going to turn and go from the slab to the road, which was maybe 30 feet, and went maybe 15 feet and slamming sound, looked down and I could see it. And they had been crawling on their knees for hours looking for it. All right. Good job. Good job. Good barb. And yeah. He was lucky when I told him I was going to go out uh, that weekend. He PM me and went, they just mowed the property. And I said, just pray the mower mowed it over or somebody stepped on it and it'll still be there. Right. Right. Well, and it, it good was. Good on you. Again. Absolutely. Way now, to keep the hobby in a good cool. light. How many detectors? What's the head count? Um, in my living room, I have one, two, three. Four. How many I got there? I got two Xterra, a Vanquish, an F75, a MIDI, and a Mini. So I got six in my living room. I got two from Tim. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's eight. I got eight. one from Ronnie, Ronnie Deghetto. Nine. Nine. I got one or two from Chuck, depending on what I need. Right. Oh, I got I got two Ace One Fifties from Garrett. Cool. Holy moly! And so I'm up to about yeah. 13. So we're up to twelve, thirteen, probably. But I really wanted Russ. I PM'd him again tonight. I don't care if he thinks I'm harassing him. I'm like, either can you help me? I haven't heard from you. He said he'd look for my email. I guess I'll send the email again. Um. Debbie did contact me a couple of weeks ago and said, I have a form you need to fill out. Do you want it? And I PM'd her back and gave her my email address. And I haven't checked email in probably a week because I just, you know, I have life right. going life on. Right, life happens, yeah. And um, I had to go to Virginia. I'm sorry. That was my mental health dedication. Um, yeah, we know that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Bob did good while I was gone, so... That's all that matters. Right. You uh, didn't come back to a pile of ashes. Ex- ex- well, he's quit smoking. He smoked for a little bit, but he quit again. Uh, so I'm working on it. And it, it's just with his dad taking care of him. I did have nurses checking in on him here and there, you know, just calling, do you need anything? But uh, Nice. Ugh. Uh, I felt I really needed that after six months, but uh, right, we go yeah. back to the doctor. You got to tell him, so you got to quit stressing me out. I'm going to have to dye my hair. <laughs> it looks so nice. My DIV hair looks so nice. You guys are going to destroy it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't have a lot of little stuff. I think I got one, two, three boxes. I got to hit Hoover up because he said he would come through, and he usually does me about 20 
little tokens and stickers and Indian heads and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I yeah, the little talk. adventures in history packs. Yeah, Shelly and Don said they got a half a box of stuff for me. I just got to remind them to make sure it's here by the 1st of December. That How are you doing me... on shipping funds? Um, oh, oh, Miss Chapman, what's her first name? Janet. Janet. She sent $150 in Visa gift cards. Nice. Thank you to her. Yeah. And Jack. And Rick Hornsley, one of my DIV buddies who it who gave me two windows and three 1904 uh you know the old china cabinets that they had the pocket doors you lifted the glass and it slid in the pocket. Oh yeah. Well, he had two of these china cabinets and I guess they were both in this Array it needed yeah, disrepair, repair, so he made he he made a good one out of the two of them, uh-huh. and gave me three of the glass drawers, or whatever you want to call them. I don't know. Uh, he also gave us fifty dollars for shipping. Oh, nice. so I have two twenty six so. from last year. And two hundred, so yeah. We're I was going to say we're around four twenty-five. Yeah. Yeah. So we need about another uh, two hundred, I'd say. Well, if we can figure out how to do donations to see about dyeing of the hair, then that might get us the rest I, of the way. Only because I need um, boxes. I haven't purchased boxes. I do have envelopes. I bought them with the money last year. Right. I think I got 40 little envelopes. I don't know how many envelopes. Bob ordered them. They're in the closet. They've been there since January. Last year. Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah, and I'm glad I did with the increase in price of everything. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and it ain't going to uh, get any better. It's only going to get worse. Yeah, so we probably need between two and three hundred for packaging and mailing, and right. I think we can do that. We I actually did a thing on DIV last year and got a couple hundred dollars in no time at all. So nice. Uh, so yes, little things is what I need. I need swag. I need like you right. know patches, all that. stickers, tokens. I got I got uh, some of that marbles and. The, with, your uh, finds pouches, you know those cheap Garrett pouches they give away by the handful, hats, um, all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, cooling towels, ground cover cloths. Yes, any of that. You know, any, any of that stuff. All that, you know, when you go to metal detecting hunts, they always give you the cheap stuff, you know, finds pouches, Finds yep. bags, you know. Um, uh, Janet also sent some little uh, plastic cases. They're smaller than the Garrett ones, a lot smaller. But I don't know if you could put quarters, but anything smaller will fit in it. But still, that's a great thing. To, she gave me, I think, a good. dozen of them. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. And so... Uh, 
Yeah, so far we've had Ronnie with the Gold Digger, Delec with Nocta, Gary Earl with Capital Prospect, and Tim Henderson with Murray, Murray Outdoor Branch, Branch Outdoors. Yeah, I always get that screwed up. Um, Shooters Steve and Prospectors. Wagner. Yep, Shooters and Prospectors. Steve Wagner, who's just a good DIV friend who gave me the Xterra. And mm-hmm. John Page with Fort Bedford gave me a next hero. Uh-huh. I, I actually walked I walked up to him at DIV and went, Hey, John, could you just let me know what detector you're going to give me so I can post on the page? And he went, I knew I brought that X-Terra in for a reason. Here you go. Take this. I was like, okay, thank <laughs> Nice. You. According, according to Mike, you received a package from him on the 10th. Did I think I did. Okay. If Mike says you did, did. you did. I did. I I, Yeah, if Mike says you did, you did. He's he's a very analytical mindset. I I did. I got a package from Mike Lamette. I got a package from Gary Toledo. I got a package from T three D Illinois Digger. Yeah. Um and I know I got more. I rip off all their addresses and stick them in an envelope. <laughs> and you should have some. If you haven't received the patches well, yet, you should good. have. You and if them. you don't, let me know. I, I I do. I'm just, my life is so busy that I can't thank everybody. I try to let them know when I get something. Yeah. Right. You know. And my mail lady stinks. She she stinks more than stinks. Okay. Um, she does That's not deliver stink. to my house. Yeah. That's kind of like she the whole stink, stank, stunk. And so there are days I go to town and I know I'm getting something and I go to the post office and go, could you check and see if I have a package? I don't have a slip. And Angie goes and our Christmas Angie goes and gets it for us. Uh, most nice. of them will go get it without the slip. And then I get home and I go, did I pick this up or didn't I pick this up? Oh, yeah, right. You you run across the slip finally and you're not slip. sure. Yeah. Yeah, I know what, what you mean. And that's what happened with, with the package from Gary Earl. I got home and it was lost in the mail. And I went by the post office and said, I found a slip here, I say, but I don't have it with me. Do I have a package? And she walks out with the detector. And I'm like, holy crap, it's a good thing I stopped. Because they probably right? shipped it back to him in two days. Yeah, we don't want that happening. No. No. So, um, I think we'll be good. I know detector-wise, we will be fine. And if I have to group some age groups, I do. You know, it's no big deal. Uh, right. Wouldn't be the first time. Yeah. Um, but I just need lots of lower-end stuff. I mean. Right. Tokens, stickers, yeah. patches, marbles, hats, gloves, pouches, ground cover mm-hmm. cloths, uh, coin books, coin folders. Oh, yeah. You know, things like that. And this, I I didn't get the chance to do it this year. Time kind of got away from me with other things that were going on and everything because Sugi was in the hospital for an extended period and things like that. But I had thought it'd been really neat if I could have got on eBay and found it, because I'm sure I could probably find them on eBay. But it used to be you could go into the banks and you could get these little, like, cardboard 
coin folders, you know, to put pennies or quarters in, and you can get them free. You know, I bet you can find a stack of them on eBay and probably get a stack of them for just a little bit of nothing, and kids would probably get such a kick out of those things. Oh, the other thing that I usually have a ton of and I have none are those little teeny weeny books on how to metal detect, how to Yeah, the, the pocket oh, guides like Garrett, Garrett does. Book. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, the yeah. Garrett pocket and guides. Like, I have a, and Garrett may send me some because last year they said they sent me um, two detectors. Mm-hmm. They sent a 200 and a 300. And, of course, Steve is like, you know, we've talked uh, promotion, all this. Um, we've decided to send you two Ace 150s. And I replied to him, that is just so perfect. Thank you so much. Remember, this is for kids. Right. That's and awesome. last year, he sent me like 10 hats and 10 fines boxes and some pouches oh, wow. and a bunch of books with it. So I'm hoping he does that again. So, Steve right. Moore, if you listen, hint, hint. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even even stuff like that. That that'd be all right. Those little books are great because I stick them in the little envelopes and I put some coins in and a couple of stickers, and it may not be much, but the kids have fun playing, you know, and they get oh, yeah. something out of it. Well, yeah, I don't absolutely. Know if you follow Garrett, but Steve and KG and Ringy are in the <laughs> Netherlands right now. I know, and KG and Ringy, I have sent them numerous messages. I posted on KG's page, and I'm going to spank them the next time I see them if I don't get at least 10 signed autographed pictures from them. Well, okay. uh, they're they're hard to nail down, but maybe we can kind of prod them Europe a little bit. This is the hunting season, so they're over there going exactly. all the outings. And if I'm not mistaken, there's a big post today that I think it was Ringy found a large silver 26 coin well they called it a spill. I call it maybe a cash. When there's 26 coins there I think you can call it a little more than a spill. Yeah and did you see the conditions out in the middle of a field. Did Did you see the conditions of that field? Yeah, you need. It looked like a free. You could have taken a rowboat across it. It did. Wow. I was like better them than me. Right. They just but. came across. I'm friends with KG, not Ringy. Uh, but KG posted a picture, and it just came across my feed this morning. I was like, ooh. <laughs> I'm. I'm glad I'm not there. Right. There is a heavy duty mud. <laughs> yeah. I mean sometimes wow. you gotta be pretty hardcore. Yep. Those boys I mean are they hard. were like they were like calf deep in water in a muddy field with total rain gear and they were smiling. I was like, Have fun. Yeah, right. Yeah. Have at it guys. Good luck to you. You know, yep. but yep. hey, kudos to him. That that's well, that's it impressive. Sounds like we got things rolling. I'll get you a package out this week with the stuff that. Well, Steve Steve Pacifico had won the round. I'm going to add a couple pair of gloves. You'll get a couple pair of nice copper rounds, and I got stickers and, and stuff. I'll throw in there too. 
and I know Frank's got stuff coming, and I know yeah. a lot of people are busy, and so it's the 12th, the giveaway's the 8th. I'd really like things by the 1st, right. 2nd. Okay. Um, that just gives me time to make packages. So, okay. uh, Oh, and I've already cleaned the fireplace wall. And the tree wall and more wall. So the nutcrackers and... are almost ready to come out. Yep. I'm waiting another couple of days to put the tree up. I'm, I really hate putting my tree up in November, yeah. but now I have Nut... a fake one, so I don't have to water it. Nutcrackers um, and hair dye. And so the nutcrackers are coming. Everything's clean and ready for them. <laughs> and then the, the mischief starts because you know they are just bad. They once I let them out of their boxes, they are so bad. Right, it's like trying to keep KG and Ringy held down. Right. Well, yeah, kids, maybe kids I, in a candy maybe, store. We got a, we got a post should... called the Bridge. Yep. Which, yeah, our boys didn't win the Masters of Metal today. Sorry, Frank. Yeah, it's, it's unfortunate, but um, I think I need to name the Nutcrackers this year, so we will name one KG and Ringy. We'll have to do a <laughs> contest. I think I have five or six of them. I'll have to see when I get them out of the boxes. Right, you've and got then quite we'll the collection. A for the best names for the other ones. That could be interesting. Yeah, who is the craziest metal detectorist out there that deserved to have their name put on a nutcracker? Hmm. Barb! (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's that's the first one that comes to mind if we're just throwing names out. (laughs) Okay, well, I think I do have two females, so we'll have to figure out who the other one's going to be. Maybe Shelly? Oh, well, hey, that's, that's possible. That's a possibility. Right. All right, well, thanks for letting me call in. Um, oh, Bill Marsh just came. Bill, send me stuff. Yep. I know you got stuff. Well, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe I can recall a while back in the uh, in the chat a few episodes back, a number of episodes back, Bill Hayes said he could get a package out to you. Um, yeah, and some of them I had told to wait till after I got back. Right. Because I didn't want packages coming while I was gone. Well, I'm back, so send me your booty, baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There you go. All right. Night-night, guys. Thanks for calling the update. Well, that was a good update on the Christmas giveaways. Yes. I would say so. If you guys got stuff out there, she says, let her rip. Send it. Right. She is home and ready. Yep. And expecting packages. Yep. So nothing wrong with that. And then we'll see, uh, who knows, maybe we can see if we can wipe out the rest of the 
the the remaining of the dig your plug board uh either wednesday or this coming sunday depending on on how things fall out and right. uh that i believe if if we do it that way that will still be enough time that anybody wanting to donate those items to the giveaway they can still be gotten to the giveaway in a uh, timely fashion well i'm going to get out of here everybody have a good week next sunday or next wednesday we may be able to work on digging right so what you said and then the following Sunday, I probably won't be on. I'll probably be back here, hopefully, with a little venison. Ah, yeah, it, it'll be either uh, this coming Wednesday or this coming Sunday, depending on how things fall out. But we'll try to get the rest of that board finished for those that want to participate. And to uh, go ahead and, and try to clear off the remaining of the board, we may even allow anybody to call in again. You know, even if they won a prize from the first time around. There you go. Give them a second shot. Right. Yeah, I think I think we may do that just to uh, go ahead and run the rest of the board off. Great. So I will have to get with you uh, one of these days this week. Or well, uh, if you've already got the list, you you can just send it to me on Messenger or the numbers that have already been pulled and. And I'll get that list updated, and we'll see what's left on the board to run off. On here on a chunk of paper, and uh, I'll just snap a picture of it and uh, send it to you. Yeah, that works. Yeah. Sounds good to me. All right. Everybody have a great week. You do the same, sir. You too. Bye-bye. We'll see you. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Um, obviously, we have uh, okay, and Mike's got the list too. I see in the chat, excellent. Uh, that way, we can kind of keep track of all of this. And I don't think anybody would have any issues if we just allowed uh, everyone, because normally we we make it one turn per caller, you know, until the board's done. But I, I don't think anyone would have any issues if we allow basically a a second dig to run off the remaining of the board. And, and those that are hoping to donate it to the uh, giveaway, then we can make sure and get that done in a timely fashion and get that down to her in a timely fashion so everything is ready, locked, loaded, and good to go. So we'll see how things uh, pan out. And we will uh, <clears throat> we'll try to do what we can to keep everybody updated. And that way we can get that done and make it happen for the captain. Until then, we're going to roll on out of here, though. So stay safe, have fun, enjoy the weather. If you can, post up those photos. Let us know about what you're finding out there in the field. We love to see the photos. We're out of here, folks. Have a wonderful evening.